Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys love genre. If you hear a lot of background noise, I am sorry about that. I cannot control it. I still have a life and kids, (laughs) but it's time for step by step episode five. I'm very excited because I've already like had a bunch of people say it was so good. So I cannot wait to watch it because I'm like, was it really that good? So yeah, let's jump right into step by step episode five. I had to start over because I wasn't that focused. I was kind of like all over the place, still trying to put things away, all that stuff. Um, and I just heard Z and you knew. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't know they were doing <laughs> So Z and you knew exist in this world. Let's start from there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that caught me off guard. But I love how the, the, the um, older guy just cut Pat, just cuts Pat off. Like, yeah, so, so what do you recommend? <laughs> Like, we're not going to listen to this child. He doesn't know what this is about. He's like, I know I know where it is. I know where we at. I know who we need. I know what we need. We got to go with what's popular. Let's get these teenagers interested in our products. All right. Okay. So I'm still in the opening, still in the beginning. Um, and uh, so I had rewound everything, watched it again. And the only couples being like brought forward to uh, promote it are BL couples or Y series couples. And um, Jab and um, Jade, Jen, guy he likes who is already in a relationship, um, <laughs> they are talking about the fact that you know they're very popular, they, they're gonna be able to, we're gonna be able to utilize their fan clubs, they um, pretend to be secretly dating, which thank you for adding that step by step because I know there's a bunch of Y series fans who are gonna be like, no, Zan and you are together, they said it. But they did this thing. It's for the show. Yeah. Um, they're like, they pretend to be secretly dating, all this stuff. But then Pat brings up the fact that they um they make money by um using a LGBTQ plus identity. And him being the gay man in the room, Jab is also gay, but yeah, and so it's just um it's showing but him and his perspective is just showing like all the different perspectives on it because there are people who would be like no these um roles should only be played by gay men or um even like with fan service only real couples should do it all that stuff and it's more nuanced because it's thailand like in the states we might say um, gay roles should be played by gay actors and I can back that more in the states because of where um, society is um, here um, even though being gay can still affect your career in a way in the states um, but you you it, it, it can affect you negatively as well where you get typecasted as gay characters but thankfully um, we get to see like directors and casting directors and, and, and studios that are just 
letting actors be actors um i can't remember the name of the movie but i'm thinking of a movie where um <laughs> they basically had most of their <laughs> gay stars as straight characters in it but i can't remember the name of it right now and it was done it was really good um but yeah like we're it's it's different where we are as a society in the states than it is in asia it's going to be a lot easier for uh, gay actors to play gay characters or bi actors or non-binary actors all that to play uh, characters that match their um identity in real life in the states than it is for a lot of other countries um so for example will be a great example if a movie or show is coming out of I don't know Ghana and one of the characters or I don't know Ghana's politics so that is probably a bad example Singapore <laughs> it's coming out of Singapore and um, a straight actor plays a gay character I'm not going to have any offense to that because it, it, it makes sense because even though we want to think of Singapore as being in the future think about the fact that Kin Porsche the concert when it went there was 25 plus not even 18 plus it was 25 plus um think about the fact that they had it i don't know if it's still this way but for the longest while um the only storylines that were allowed with gay characters was if it ended sadly for the gay character in the end so be it death or or just a miserable life <laughs> you know death is a miserable life because there's no life but yeah that those were the only endings they allowed for gay storylines in singapore um i don't know if it's still the same but especially with that um, movie that they're i think they finally got funding for so hopefully they'll be filming soon um but that that we're supposed to get with the actor who makes a homophobic remark and then falls in love with his male co-star um so i don't know if it's going to be the same which i thought by the way I think I said it if you go back I did a review on that trailer with my friend wild and I told her like I told her it was the from the Philippines because I really thought it was from the Philippines and I was like oh no that's Singapore <laughs> huh. I should have known <laughs> the accents <laughs> I didn't hear any I will not say Tagalog I'm sorry for saying it like that I can't oh god my Filipino friends are gonna like be so mad at me they're always teaching me how to pronounce words and stuff and i'm just so bad at it i'm really bad at it i'm sorry i apologize i'm just really bad at it. i'm sorry um but yeah like oh philippines is actually a great example as well even though we do get gay um actors from the philippines because society is a little bit different there um so we do get a lot of gay actors um in um queer media from the philippines or just queer actors in queer media from the philippines we do still have um straight actors who play those roles and again it is society because here's the thing for all we know they might not even be straight <laughs> they might just say they're straight who knows or they are straight and that's cool too but yeah um it it's kind of one of those things I've, I've been going on for a while now but it is one of those things where i get both sides but when you're in certain countries i get more why you are not going to publicly sometimes identify as anything 
or just publicly i um maybe because of your career but possibly also because of society and that's just as fine and dandy and just also um for anyone who might say well you know they say they're straight so that's what they are there's many people who say they're straight because they think they're straight um society has taught them that they're straight and then um a situation happens be it they meet someone or they are you know later in life or they're watching a video who knows and they realize oh (laughs) i am not straight a great example of that is cal penn from um harold and kumar go to white castle um when he finally announced his relationship and the fact that he was engaged to a man (laughs) me and my husband were like "Ooh, okay so (laughs) kumar (laughs) got a man (laughs) and um doogie hauser got a man so the only person left is john cho he has a wife would he leave her for no he won't we won't break up a family they got kids (laughs) but yeah like sometimes it's something that happens to you later in life sometimes it's something you discover earlier in your life it 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 varies it changes and you know just let people be whatever so yeah that's my little bit of makes no sense nonsense i apologize i'm i'm jumping back in again um one of the things i'm noticing with this as well watching it notice how the bl couple i don't think i really dig dug into this point um before but then again i was talking for like seven minutes straight or something like that um they are looking at the bl couple's just for their marketability it's not about who's going to represent the lgbtq plus community the best they don't care about that what they care about is who's going to sell this product how can we utilize their fan clubs to sell this product and um hey put in chris they're coming off of a series that means we'll be able to tie this promotion into the whole series that's just come out and we will be able to sell off of the viewers of that series they haven't really said that but that's what the marketing is going to be about like they are focused on how to sell they're not focused on the community even though it just so happens they're going to be hiring an actor who is gay (laughs) he happens to actually be gay um but keep that in mind as well as you drink your oishi honey lemon oishi honey lemon i feel like i'm gonna have way more to say about this episode than the other episodes because it looks like they're actually getting into like the product and um, marketing the product and stuff like that and that's more in line of what i did um while working i wasn't doing marketing marketing i was marketing myself 
that was my job to market myself to bring in customers and stuff like that i was well i wasn't the product i was selling a product but i was also the product to get the people to the product the customers to the product um so i feel like i'm gonna have way more to say about that aspect than even about the episode and what's going on itself and why is short in the hospital what not me over here on my couch in my house going shan come die i don't even know if i'm pronouncing it right shan come die <laughs> but even i'm like yes i can do it i don't know if that's what he's saying is that a literal translation or is that one of those like we've taken liberty translations because they've taken some liberty with some translations in this show and the only reason i can tell is because i'm just reading it going that's definitely not what he said <laughs> definitely not all right just caught through the scene on the bus i'm still not really interested in job and jen and their storyline i'm sorry i know some people are and they really like saint and think he's like really adorable and i guess he's cute um i'm just i can't get into their storyline they're, they're i can't get into it i'm sorry um and the cute little text between um pat and jang where um jang asked him if he's left yet he said yes so jang sent him a thumbs up emoji that was adorable that, that was ridiculously adorable this is why my husband is a very stoic man he you've heard him on here he's very like in like if you look at him you'd think he's the most serious man in the world when he sends me an emoji for anything i'm just like so cute <laughs> so adorable because if you look at him as a person he doesn't look like the kind of guy who sends emojis he doesn't even look like the kind of guy who like says i love you <laughs> and he does it's so cute um so like jeng supposed to be like this really stoic guy like so cute so adorable now what i cannot get behind is his father using who seems to be his assistant as a golf caddy like you're in your office you can bring your own ball back sir what this is this is not in this woman's job description i just knew it i just knew it does he have her in here because he gets bored or something like why okay so jang has a year to prove that the marketing digital marketing team is necessary um to be in-house for gn group instead of them outsourcing the positions mm, i'm torn on this one because i'm kind of with the dad in the outsourcing part because then you only pay when you need it but i'm also with jeng for the inside part because here's the thing having them in house means that when they're working with a company everything is done in house you can cross um what was it cross oh gosh what is the word <laughs> words have escaped me but they can cross department work is ain't working <laughs> cross department work on um projects and all that and because it's in house the communication hopefully can be a lot clearer than if they outsource it then um that person is just a contractor and the being able to work with departments and all that stuff is going to be a lot harder um so i'm with jeng for the working on the in department 
working on it in the department but i also understand the father's concerns with money and being able to save money by having it outsourced and you're only needing to pay a contract once they're with the company working with the company so yeah but also it's such an advantage for when they're like pitching to um different companies it's such an advantage in that way Ooh, i don't know i am loving shows and his boyfriend husband fiance whatever oh my gosh that the whole the whole scene with the two of them the marriage proposal the i know all we can do is exchange rings oh my god i need to finish watching the scene i haven't finished the scene i had to stop at the ring because that is the cutest thing i love also that he didn't really wait for an answer he just put the ring on Sean's finger oh so romantic so sweet and i'm happy that they added this in because again remember right now um there is that bill to legalize gay marriage and also there's the election that just passed i need to actually see who won that election i have no idea because depending there might be some changes going forward i should look into that i can't remember the last time i went location scouting that was a whole different lifetime so location scouting usually one person goes out first and uh does the scouting of possible locations takes a bunch of pictures takes it back um everything is reviewed and then a group will go out and check out the locations and everything and then it gets reviewed again and sometimes the group going out is the last scouting part of the location um and sometimes it is like one step before like producers and stuff go out too because some producers like to be very hands-on um and they'll go check the location as well and basically the point is to do that before the talent gets there you get the location scouting and the contracts for the location and all that out of the way then um once everything is finalized you get the talent out there so that's what's happening now the talent um portion isn't finalized they're trying to finalize the location portion and make sure everything is going to be perfect now it does seem that pat is trying to go outside of the list of locations um that was provided um so i guessing what they're trying to do is make sure because jab and canon um are siding with him making sure that they get all the pictures together and everything to show how this is a better location for the project hmm does that always work out no because some clients don't like being told what to do they they can be iffy and again i want to apologize for the sounds in the background i am still living my life i got laundry to do i got kids who won't go to bed life is living okay <laughs> oh boy <laughs> oh boy okay so the team shooting it the the promo have said that they prefer this location to shoot at um the person who is in charge of the project or part of the project has said hey this location is going to be a better option but another person saying nope this is not on the list the the client wants the grander option they don't want to shoot here so pat needs to settle the dispute so he settles it by saying 
you don't have the power to make the decision. Wrong thing to say. Wrong. So bad. What would have been more appropriate is if he said, okay, look, we're going to just be talking in circles. So why don't we just stop for today? This way everybody gets time to think over their positions. We can have the pictures prepared as well um, to give an idea of what we, uh, we would do here. Uh, while we also try and see what we can do at the grander place. And then we can come back together in the meeting, really look at everything and see what is going to be the better option for the client uh, or benefit the client best. But he insulted her. <laughs> he insulted her. You don't have the power to make decisions. You Patton. He is very inexperienced. It's not just that he's young. It's, it's one thing to be young. He's inexperienced completely. He doesn't know how to talk to uh, people in these settings. <sighs> poor Pat. Poor, poor Pat. Poor Pat. Poor Pat. Pat. Ignore me. <laughs> and also, like, I get why he didn't want to tell Jang what was going on. He's he's trying to show that he's able to handle the situation. But this is something that I hope he informs Jang about. Because um, this is a problem that Jang can solve it. Ice, ice, baby. Dum, 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 dum. Ignore me. Um, but yeah, this is a problem that Jang can really help him solve. Um, because Jang has more experience. And also, Jang, um, the whole department is riding on this. Jang is trying to show how profitable the digital marketing department is. Um, so that's why he is being very hands-on. And I know Pat doesn't like when he's very hands-on. But this is one of those situations where you need to go to your boss and go, all right, here's the situation. So your boss can be like, all right, let's let's work on this. How can we convince the um group that they want to go with this station instead of the other station the smaller station instead of the bigger station that that is something that you can definitely get your boss involved in on so that they can guide you especially since he already knows you're very inexperienced so he is going to be more willing to guide you versus someone who is a veteran at this um man jang not jang pat Pat's not doing enough. He's doing too much and not enough at the same time. Word of advice. And this is not just for if you are famous. This is for anyone in your life. Okay. Keep in mind. When you're posting on social media. Wait until you have left the location to post it. I'm serious about this. And if you're going. Well why? I mean it's not that big a deal. A perfect example is PNB Rock. Um, he was a rapper who's, um, who was taking his girl out to eat. She posted the restaurant they were at. Some guys came in to rob him, shot him, and left. He died. And needless to say, she deleted that post off of social media because she knows she was the reason why he, um, they knew his location. And I'm sure she blames herself for his death and, um, it, it's the shooter's fault it's those guys fault who decided to rob him why he's dead um but it is a reminder you never know who is watching what you post because how is she supposed to know they saw her post to know his location 
you never know who is watching what you post. Do not post your location. When we go on trips and stuff as a family, we wait until we have left to post that we went on a trip. (laughs) We are in the comfort of our home when we're posting. Man, we had such a great time in... I, I I have no location to place here. <laughs> but yes, like, don't post where you at while you're there. If I'm posting about my family being at some park, which I don't. But let's say if I was posting me and my family at a park, I'm not tagging the park we're at. And also, I'm not posting that while we're there. That, that can wait until we have a left. Some Actually, I don't even make posts, a lot of posts, until I've been gone for like three, four days. Like it's five days later and I'm going, I had a great time at the swimming pool and ran into my friend Elizabeth. I don't have a friend named Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And Elizabeth's going, girl, that was five days ago. I'm like, I know. No one else needed to know that. They could have thought it was yesterday. Be quiet. <laughs> But that's how I post. I don't mess around with that. Don't post your location. You never know when the ops is watching. Hold up. <laughs> okay, so I'm at the hotel thing and they're talking about there's one room um there's one room without AC and I'm like, okay, two people are probably going to couple up in a room and I'm like it's going to be Jab and Jen. Like automatically it's going to be Jab and Jen cuz I forgot Jeng. Too many damn J names, yo. I need to call Jen something else because Jen and Jeng is too close together and I'm not going to call the character by the actor's name man. So I'm going to call Jen Jade. Jade is Jen. Jen is Jade. So Jab and Jade. <laughs> so my boy um, Jeng is pulled up, pulls up and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. He's He said he was coming to the hotel. He's got the president's suite because boys got money. <laughs> I'm sorry for speaking like this. I know this is not my usual tone for my show, but I'm having a lot of fun right now and I might be sleep deprived. So take that as you will. <laughs> but yeah, um, Jeng has money, so he's got them the present suite. But what I love is that he just looks at Pat and goes, you'll stay in my room. <laughs> he doesn't even ask him. You ain't gonna ask him? Would you be comfortable staying in the same room as me? He has a brother. Wanna be like, hey, Jab, you stay with me tonight. And that way, everybody... No, no, no. He went after Pat. Mm. What? <laughs> what, are you tr- <laughs> what are you trying to do, Jeng? You trying to see him shirtless, Jeng? You trying to see what you can get, Jeng? What you trying to do, Jeng? Ooh, my boy say you sleep in my room Mm. now i'm trying to remember in the um promo spot for this was man shirtless in the hotel room was that am i misremembering stuff i could be jumbling shows for all i know honestly well, at least I was right about uh, Jab and Jade sharing a room. I'm gonna call him Jane because they had him as Jane earlier in the um, in the subtitles. 
so this is the reason I can't really get behind um, the whole Jab and Jin uh, relationship um, with the flirting and stuff between them. Like someone said, well, it's obvious that his boyfriend is a, um, is distant. And like, no, it's not obvious that he's distant. It seems like they do have good communication um his boyfriend he called his boyfriend to let his let him know he was gonna or his boyfriend called him to say hey just go ahead and head over to job's place and i'll come pick you up and he did come pick him up and he made it clear that he wasn't feeling well and that's the only reason why he didn't come pick him up at the restaurant um while um jen is on this trip um mon is calling him to check in on him and you know wants to know when he's coming back so he's not being shown as someone who's emotionally distant he seems very um here in the moment of that relationship so no <laughs> i just can't see jab and jen because jen is in a committed relationship now if it was a relationship where the two of them are growing distant and uh the emotions are kind of gone and everything then i'd be like yeah you need to move on get into the new thing but it's not it, it, they, it or at least so far it has not been depicted as that type of relationship so i can't really get behind them with that um so that's kind of why i am right now on the fence or um not able to um appreciate <laughs> what's going on between jab and jen because even if jen is not cheating physically it does at times feel like he is cheating emotionally but i also don't know if it just feels like he's cheating emotionally because of jabs um we're seeing everything from jabs point of view um because for all we know maybe jen actually no no they've kind of showed that jen is kind of into jab as well <sighs> Jenny's in that relationship if he's gonna be out here flirting and doing all this sh the shit he's doing with Jab um it need if he is feeling some kind of change of emotions he needs to talk to Mon about it Mon is being left out in the cold I don't like that I'm sorry uh, I know some people like the mess and you're enjoying the mess love the mess but for me I cannot get into their little messiness I say as I'm preparing to watch love syndrome <laughs> Because all I've heard is, that is toxic. And I'm like, I cannot wait to see how toxic this toxicity of trashness is. Not watching Heart of Chains, though. Okay, hold up. So it's one thing for man to be like, okay, um, Pat, you can come stay with me. It's another thing to be like, oh, you can come sleep in the bed with me. In the bed? Lay up in the same bed with you? First of all, this wouldn't even be a situation I would be in. Like, if me and my boss were somewhere and they're like, oh, we don't have enough rooms. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just go to another hotel. You can stay here. <laughs> oh, no, I insist. Come stay in my room. No, nah, no. Nah, I'll just go to another hotel. You can stay here. <laughs> what other hotels can you get me booked in? That's why I wouldn't even be in this situation. Your boss. But he, he agreed to stay in the room with his boss because his boss basically demanded it. Um, and then he's like, yeah, I'll sleep on the couch. His boss like, no, just sleep in the bed with me. No, I'll, I'll sleep on the couch. <laughs> but then again, we have to think about the fact that they are attracted to each other. 
so that's why it's going in this way i don't know if it's going to go the way i think it's going to go because i'm like this would be the perfect place i guess for man and pat to make their move not man jeng i i said i wasn't gonna call jeng by the actor's name and i did it anyway but yeah this seems like the perfect place for jeng and pat to make their moves on each other because they are obviously liking each other but the aesthetics of it from a, a, a company standpoint is not good they they getting it down on the company's dime is what i'm trying to say I, we don't know i don't know if that's what's gonna happen i should just watch the episode and be quiet and this is why you sleep with two separate blankets my husband is the one who introduced two separate blankets to me and it is a marriage saver no tugging on sheets no awkwardly trying to cover yourself while the other person has the other side it is such a more relaxing way to sleep plus we end up cuddling anyway so what's the point okay put was already like stalker vibes now he's serial killer vibes with all that plastic wrapped over the place i'm not touching job and um jade and that whole like almost touching him in the sleep all that stuff yeah. i already said my piece on how i feel about them um but yeah put is now giving serial killer vibes <laughs> all i can see is um is that one showtime show dexter Yo, I was going through so many names. I was like, Life with Derek? No. It shares the name of a kid's show. Which kid's show is it? It starts with a D. Dexter. With all that plastic. Like, he getting ready. Is he trying to capture Pat's scent? Like, what the hell? Creepy. Like, he he never moved on. He needs to move on. Somebody needs to... Um, he needs therapy. He needs therapy. That's what it is. Before I go any further... A is texting Beam about the fact that she is pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> pregnant. Prongnant. <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> Which I'm like, uh, first of all, I love the, is it a COVID test? Like, that is hilarious. Because I said the same thing when I looked at it. And I was like, that looks like no pregnancy test I've ever taken. But I also make sure to take the pregnancy test that actually says pregnant not pregnant um even though i have taken the ones with the lines but my thing is like if the line shows up that means i need to get the one with the screen that's going to say pregnant not pregnant i'm gonna be sure <laughs> this girl took a pregnancy test and she's texting beam not canon conan canon um which makes me think she's cheating on him with beam which is why she's texting Beam because she's not sure who the father is. Or is she texting Beam because she never wanted to have kids and he's like, he knows how much she doesn't want kids. No, she. Ha I'm about to press play and he's, because he just sent her a text and I have a feeling the text is going to say something like, is it mine? Oh God, please don't be. All right, let, let's hit play. Um, What does the text say? Congrats, mama. Okay, maybe she isn't cheating with him. So she was just confiding in him because she trusts him. What? I'm so I have questions. I I'm I really do hope it's not a cheating storyline because I really like the those two their characters together. Um, you know, dude from Cutie Pie and her. 
but if there's a cheating storyline i mean might as well be i mean they got the whole jab gen thing going on <laughs> oh god i have a feeling it's a cheating storyline oh gosh does she not know who the father is or oh. darn i i'm so concerned now and also love shot and crit love the two of them oh i'm so glad they did their little ring exchange and i hope they do like a whole hope they have like a whole wedding where they invite everyone to come to their wedding and all that it'll be so cute oh it'll be so cute did he really get breakfast on the balcony for the two of them oh my god that's so cute breakfast on the balcony <laughs> oh that is so romantic oh gosh that is so sweet oh my gosh so unrelated news <laughs> just a side story about my life so i know someone who did that whole thing for her uh boyfriend they lived together and she did a whole thing where she it was dinner on the balcony um like had candles out there it was nighttime candles all that he comes home from work and she's like showing him how she did this cute setup outside and he said no there's mosquitoes let's um <laughs> let's eat dinner in here and made her move her whole setup and didn't even light the candles he's like we don't need candles let's just use the light wouldn't have her light candles wouldn't let her set the romantic mood because she had music playing all that stuff just like shut her down completely she said she just went to bed she didn't even bother eating and eating dinner and he didn't see what was wrong with what he said because he's like why would i want to eat in the dark and everybody's just looking at him like you are an idiot that was so romantic and you messed it up i couldn't imagine my husband doesn't do romance well but even he set up a candlelight dinner for me for valentine's day because that's the only day he's like oh i probably should do something romantic um and then google's what is romance <laughs> i've told him i think he's aromantic before and he thinks i'm kidding but i am serious what is romance how do you make something romantic what is a romantic dinner <laughs> what is a romantic gift <laughs> But even he's like, all right, romance, got to do romance because she likes things like that. And this guy just completely shut her down and just, why would I eat in the dark? <laughs> She's still with him. We told her to leave, but she didn't listen. Man, his chicken is here. I wonder if he can realize that Jen can see him. I'm going to say man, I meant man is in Pat. <laughs> chicken is breath, everything. Oh, God, he is so nervous. Ooh. You already slept in bed with a man. <laughs> also, in unrelated information, but related at the same time. Um, did you know that the serving size of orange juice is like the cup that um, Pat is holding? That's all you're supposed to drink of orange juice a day. A day. I guzzle orange juice especially if i'm sick like when i had covid oh my gosh i drank so much orange juice because it was like one of the few things that just did not hurt going um going down my throat <laughs> that can be taken in another way <laughs> but anyway um, <laughs> um but yeah it was like one of the few things i could drink and uh, so i drank so much orange juice and gatorade those were like 
two of my things just to get put something in my body and keep me alive until I could finally eat normal food again um but yeah you're not you're supposed to have about like that serving size of orange juice a day I can't they serve bigger glasses of it at IHOP she posted it in the group chat okay this is explaining things a little bit more but why didn't she text her husband first instead of posting it in the group chat did she mean to post it in the group chat let's find out oh my god I'm trying to like have scenes play out fully and then like talk about them because I'm like I don't want this to run too long the episode is over an hour um but put oh god getting so excited that Pat is going to block the scene with him was making me so mad because put keeps putting Pat in the situation that he doesn't want to be in but this is what's funny about it as well if it was that Pat had feelings for put um we would be okay with it like um thing think bad buddy and um Pat and Pran and how uh when Pat went on the architecture um trip even though Pran asked him to give him space we were still just like are you guys gonna get together yet like that's the thing like if if it was a love story between the two of them we'd be like are you guys gonna get together yet but because we know put is the stalker in this situation and just a stalker and pat wants nothing to do with him and we want pat and jang to be together we're we're able to look at this and be like ew that is disgusting back the hell off it, oh god and then of course jab him like oh we don't need jen in the scene yeah, yeah, let's put pat in it and i'm guessing that means that jab does not know about the history between put and pat which kind of goes to he's not jab and pat aren't necessarily friends they're more acquaintances which would make sense it makes sense um it's i'm so upset i'm just so upset i'm so upset that pat has to go through this especially after the 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 way put has been acting i just wanted to point out that in the fridge behind them you know that scene where they get approved we can see oishi honey lemon oishi honey lemon (laughs) yo (laughs) jeng saw those pictures of put and pat and said fuck a conference i'm going oh he sent him an emoji back these two are so cute they're so adorable oh god i wish they would just like say what they're feeling though the way put and jeng are acknowledging but not acknowledging at the same time love it love the undertones of that conversation but also put like dragging pat away come on man come on really and shark eggs sharks don't lay eggs they just give birth to to the shark like the eggs stay inside and like for example in the tiger shark they will eat each other until like the last one or two are left and then they um are born so what does he mean by shark eggs is it are they going to show a shark womb what is going on what shark lays eggs 
Now I'm like thinking of all the random aquatic knowledge I have because we've been to aquariums and crap so much throughout my life, not just because of kids, um, but just throughout my life. And the fact that at one point I thought I was going to be the next Steve Irwin and Jeff Corwin. <laughs> Watched Animal Planet religiously. Shark Week was my Super Bowl. <laughs> and I'm just like, which shark lays eggs? Actually lays eggs. A barracuda isn't a shark. A merlin isn't a shark. Nurse sharks don't lay eggs, do they? I don't think so. Which shark lays eggs? Is Put just trying to get Pat private so he can try and put on a show for him? Oh no. And also, Jeng looks all sexy with that chain, that white shirt, button up shirt open with them jeans. And he looks good. Man looks good. Oh, he is sexy. Man did a video called Proposal. Oh God, don't get married for a kid, by the way. Don't don't ever get married just for a kid. My husband and I got married after we had a kid. <laughs> don't ever get married for a kid. But also, um, wow, he's taking this seriously. He really is like, I'm going to be a father. Let's do this, which is beautiful at the same time. She's so tough and like a her character. She's just such like a tough personality. She's having such a hard time softening and here she is like finally just being soft with him and it's so cute. Oh, the both of them. But at the same time I'm like why is Beam jealous? Is Beam upset? What what is going on? Oh, I have questions. I have so many questions. Oh, wow. It takes a lot to make her soft. Maybe it's the baby hormones, but it takes a lot to make her soft. She's like played as such this this tough cookie character. And I guess they did that to show us how much she is in love with Kanun. <laughs> but oh wow, that was beautiful. Okay, so this is what I'm guessing then. I don't think she's cheating with him. He is her best friend, has always been her best friend. And he's probably in love with her and like this is basically the whole like oh she's with this dude with this dude like I will never have her and like the reality of their friendship and only being friends is setting in for him I think that's what it is now okay okay I get it now also I want to say something um real quick in my experience with the people I know, people who worry most about if they're ready or if they'll be a good parent usually end up being the best parents because they're actually thinking about it, thinking about what they need to do as a parent, what how their life will change, what they need to change for their child, the sacrifices you make for your child. Because even if you're like, I'll never make, you, you make sacrifices for your child because you love them and you want them to have the best life ever while also have them see you fulfill your dreams and stuff so they never give up on their own dreams. It's a whole cycle. So her even worrying about if she'll be a good parent is like one of the best things ever. That, that I love, I love seeing that. 
because it shows me that you're actually thinking of the child and not thinking of yourself. A lot of people treat kids as if they're dolls. They're not dolls. This is a human being. And oh, I love that. I'm happy for them. They're in love. Also, another thing, like you can publicly let people know you're pregnant whenever you want to. It's up to you. A lot of people usually try to wait until after the first trimester because you want to make sure everything is good. Um, personally, I it's not that important. But either way, I waited with both of mine until about 12 weeks. So yeah, out of the first trimester. Well, 10 to 12 weeks, yeah, before I announced any form of a pregnancy. Because one of the things I didn't want to have to publicly do was announce the loss of a pregnancy. Like, that was, like, a fear. Um, I have this thing in my head. So a lot of people have it, too. So I'm not the only one. And I know when I say this, is someone's going to relate to it. Um, I have this idea that I don't deserve good things. So I've been working on that, you know, always reminding myself I deserve good. I deserve happiness. I deserve love, you know, all this thing. Um, but I, I have been convinced through my life that I don't deserve happiness. I don't deserve love. I don't deserve to get what I want. Instead, I have to follow what other people have put in place for me to do. I don't deserve to get to do what I want to do. Um, because I'm not good enough. So I've been told things like that my whole life. So finding out I was pregnant, I was like, I don't deserve happiness. I don't deserve love. I don't deserve a child because I don't deserve to be a mo Like these are the things that was going through my head. So there was that fear. Oh, which I don't think the show is going to go that route with her. Like she's already like, am I going to be a good parent? But it does make me worry like, oh God, what if they go the child loss route? I'm starting to think about that now. Like what if they go that route? That's going to be sad. I hope it ends with them having a baby. <laughs> Please. Happy life and healthy. Like I just want to point out. So I've passed the dinner scene now. Um, where they're convincing Jen Jeng to um, let them use the Pearl and Oliver restaurant for free for the wedding. But like watching Put and Jeng standing side by side, both in um, a white shirt underneath with a button up shirt over it, you know, buttoned down and all that stuff. Jeng is looking good. <laughs> If I was put, I would stand as far away as possible so as to not be compared because Jang is looking good. <laughs> but I love how Put is like trying to convince Pat to come back with him. Um, he'll drop him off. And Jang just quickly just jumped in and said, I'm, we're going the same route. I'm dropping him home. Have a safe trip. <laughs> Get home safe. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Jeng is not letting Put get his foot in the door of what he's trying to create. Okay. So Jab and Jen um, kissed in the hotel room. So that, of course, is going to change the dynamic between them. Um, maybe Jen is going to finally put some distance between them. Really would prefer if he talks to Mon and like because it'd be one thing if Jab was feeling Jen, but Jen wasn't into it. But Jen's obviously into it. 
he needs to talk to Mon and tell Mon something, anything. Like, I don't even know what he should. Because everything is on him now. He should have just not even put himself in that situation to be alone with Jab. If he's also with Mon. And if Mon is not okay to anything being open. That's the, that's the next part. I don't know. For all, I mean, for all I know, Mon is like, go for it. <laughs> Who knows? I don't actually know. Because they don't show the two of them together enough for me to be like, oh, so Mon's down with it. Um, I don't know how Mon feels. But also, for Jeng and Pat, um, this episode, we saw some growth between the two of them. It is still a slow burn for all the people who are like, I don't like slow burns. It's still a slow burn, but we definitely saw a lot of growth and we can see more and more that they definitely are having feelings for each other and it is coming out more and more in different ways. Um, so yeah, I'm guessing by episode seven, probably we're going to finally get a love declaration or maybe next episode. I should see the preview for next episode and see what we're getting. See, see what I can guess from that. Wait, <laughs> hold up. All right, so we're going to see Put is putting Pat in a difficult situation. He is um, trying to remind Pat of how well they know each other, except that's kind of the problem. They know each other, so Pat's trying to get away from him. Um, and then we also see Jang and Pat spending more time together, it looks like. And they're going to go shopping together. Again, HR! <laughs> ring, ring, Hello! Um, but they're going to go on their first date-ish, I guess. Well, have they already had a first date? This is giving date vibes. They're, 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 they're giving date vibes. You know what it reminds me of in Sodas? When, um, Kong Pop uh, told Artie he wanted to, he needed his help doing something and he took him to the, um, mall to help him buy a present for his uh niece um that's what it reminds me of <laughs> or um not as great of an example but because you know sodas is a slow burn as well so i think that storyline more connects but also um love in the air when uh sky asked papaya to come with him to get supplies on the weekend that that's what i'm being reminded of here i am so excited to see what happens next i cannot wait for next week i know you cannot wait for next week come on this i'm i'm loving this show and my podcast episode is now just as long as the show i just realized so i'm gonna wrap it up cannot wait for next week thank you for joining me um for another watch of step by step here on time for bl have a wonderful morning evening afternoon and good night whatever it is wherever you are bye